and welcome to the Embodied Life Coaching Podcast with me, Louise Lewis. I am a mindset and body-based life coach specialising in helping people understand and resolve the deep-seated patterns that hold them back from having a life that looks and feels extraordinary. Through a series of solo episodes and conversations with guest experts, I will explore how incorporating bodywork, whether that be somatic-based exercises, biology and cellular health, or nervous system healing, is an essential addition to your personal development work. If you are familiar with therapy, coaching, or counseling, and feel like there's been a missing piece of the puzzle, keep listening, because the bodywork and nervous system pieces may be it. I can't wait to share these life-changing materials with you. It's time to live a full life from a place where you are deeply connected to your mind, body, and soul. Get ready. Hello and welcome to another episode of the podcast. I think that we are up to episode 11 now. So for those of you that have been with me from the start, thank you. And for those of you who are finding me for the first time today, hello and welcome. So I wanted to start today with um, a little bit of a personal update just to let you know what's been going on with me. Um, because although you won't have experienced a break in the podcasts, there has been a break in me recording the podcasts. Um, I just had a few sort of chunked up. So last week, Nat, who is my husband, his dad sadly passed away. And so I've really been taking quite a lot of time, actually, over the last couple of months to to really take care of myself um, alongside supporting him, which has meant that I've been less active in the business. And it's been really important for me and a really interesting learning curve. And I'll probably do a different episode on that at another time but I just I wanted to share that um particularly because my Wednesday emails people on my email list I get I send an email out every Wednesday and they get scheduled way in advance um and last week which was the week that Nat's dad died I'd all I was also doing this new class how to take care of yourself and there were a couple of emails that I sent out about um me struggling at the moment and um like sometimes life being really hard and then the Wednesday email came out and the Wednesday email talked about like your personal life being hard and having no energy and so like the culmination of those three things together did mean that I had quite a few people reach out to be like are you okay like what's going on um and so I sort of I wanted to address that at the start of the podcast this week it is incredibly challenging when someone that you love is losing and then loses someone that they love, um, not least because of obviously their grief and their experiences, but also because the the death of a loved one, the death of a parent can bring up an awful lot of emotions in us. Um, and then sometimes those emotions might leak out onto uh, the people that you are closest to, which in this context has been me um so it's been a it's been a tricky few weeks and you know as I said in the how to take care of yourself class last week it's been a real it's been a real experience 
for me to really deeply apply my own tools because life can never be good and happy and great all of the time no matter how much of this work that we do um so that is just a little bit of a personal check-in for me I will be continuing to take very good care of myself um you know doing all of the self-care things I've very much increased like therapy coaching I'm having Reiki I have regular massages, facials, like I'm doing all of the stuff around nutrition and supplements and everything that I taught in the how to take care of yourself class last week, I am doing. Um, which brings me on to today's topic. So I have had this one on the back burner for a little while and it feels very uncomfortable to be doing this episode, but also... I don't think I could not do it. So a few weeks ago, I was listening to a podcast from a well-known coach who has probably hundreds of thousands of followers at, at this point. And her podcast episode was called Hard Work. Okay, And she was talking about the difference between like hard work and hustle. And it was on the back of some coaching that she'd done in her program, which is a program that I'm in. So I'd, I'd heard this coaching as well, where Essentially, this this lady was quite concerned that if she did more hours in her coaching business alongside everything else, that she would suffer, like her health would suffer, um, and she would she would be damaged on the back of it, and she didn't want to do that. And the advice given in this podcast essentially was that, like, really pushing yourself and working very long hours wasn't going to have a detrimental impact on your health, and examples given to sort of support this were that new mums might do you know 18 hour days they might not sleep very much and that the impact but but basically but they just got on with it and they, they didn't get sick and then another example given was healthcare workers the people that work within the healthcare system will often do 12 hour shifts during covid may have done double shifts and you know essentially there isn't there isn't a health cost to working in that way and so the message basically was you can work 18 hour days for a period of time to, to get your coaching business up and running and while I'm not here today to like pick that episode apart and talk about why it was wrong or anything else I want to have a look at the realities of this from a nervous system perspective and to explore situations where maybe it isn't advisable to work in that way depending on the patterns in the physiology of the person in question, okay? So if you haven't listened to episode two, maybe three, um, about the nervous system states, you might want to give that a refresh. But in summary, in our general day-to-day -day lives, we experience things that are stressful, okay? And if our nervous system is healthy and regulated, we go up into a sympathetic response. Like we get mobilized to take action. We deal with the threat or the stress or the thing that we have to do. And then we go back down into a safe and social connected space. Okay. And so that ability to move through the different nervous system state so just to respond appropriately to what's there in front of us is, is what happens when we have a regulated nervous system and going up into that stress response and then coming back down 
is us operating within our window of tolerance, right? So the window of tolerance is what have I got capacity for to deal with, with the resources, the energy available in my system, what have I got the ability to manage, okay? And so if you are well-resourced and you have got lots of energy and a difficult email comes in that says, you know, can you just deal with this thing? It's quite urgent. I need you to do it straight away. You might have that little pull of like, okay, I need to get like, this feels difficult. I need to get to it now. But you might just then be able to deal with the actions. You take through it. You're in that sort of slightly activated sympathetic mode. You're getting stuff done. You get it done. And then you're back in the like calm and relax. Okay. And so that's what we want to do when it comes to nervous system work and taking care of ourselves. We want to expand that window of tolerance so that we have got capacity to deal with the demands of life, okay, without it sending us into an overwhelmed state, okay? So if we have the stress response, if we go up into that stress response state and there are not sufficient resources within the body, so just think about it like there's not enough energy available for what demands are being placed on us, then our system goes into an overwhelmed state, okay? which is more of a shutdown, freeze, it's that low dorsal, it's a low parasympathetic state. And at that point, we might still be getting on with stuff, but we're disconnected, we're checked out, we're a little bit foggy. And it's at that point that we really start to do damage to our overall health. And we end up in these chronic stress cycles, okay? So it's like, I haven't got the energy for this, I can't do this, the system is overwhelmed, I feel overwhelmed. And yet, then if you've got this messaging coming through of like, but you should be able to work 18 hour days, there can then be this tendency to override. So the body said, I've not got the energy for this. It's too much, I'm overwhelmed. We go into that free state and then we push through regardless, okay? And that's where we create these chronic stress patterns. We create extra inflammation in the system we end up with burnout we end up with illness we end up with all sorts okay and one of the things said in this podcast was when we feel like we haven't got the energy or we haven't got the time or we are going to impact our health the answer is to just change our thoughts and get on with it and the coach said I can feel exhausted but I just coach myself I pull myself together and then I get on with it Okay, and I would argue that that process is an example of that override. Like I am, I'm exhausted. I haven't got the energy for this. I can't do this. I'm just going to change my thoughts. I'm going to use my mindset, and I'm going to get on with God. But okay, that's where we start causing issues for ourselves because we are taking energy, pushing, forcing action with a system that has not got the energy for the activities that we want to take. And I think it's very, very interesting that this coaching question also shares quite openly about how ill she's been and how much illness and, and depression and anxiety and different things that she has experienced. And so I would argue even for her, there has been this real cost of overriding and pushing through and not listening to her body, right? And I don't think she is out there sharing, just hustle and hard work and push your way through because 
she wants to harm people. I think there isn't necessarily the awareness of what's the impact on your nervous system, on your body, on your health, mental and physical, when we keep pushing through and take from stores that just aren't there, right? And I apply the same to new mums, like new mums have got such a hard job. They've got such a hard job, right? There's it, It's never ending. Their baby's crying. They're exhausted. They don't sleep through the night. And ideally, a mum would have, like, absolute bags of support. She would have people helping with childcare. She'd have people taking care of most of the things that she can do. And yet, a lot of mums don't have that, okay? And they might push through, but it doesn't mean that there isn't a cost to that pushing through. It doesn't mean that they don't end up feeling tired and burnt out and exhausted. And we have to stop normalising this. Like, I could cry. I could cry because I'm so upset that literally tens of thousands of people have had this message. I'm like, it's just healthy to push through, okay? And it's not because we've got to start thinking of what is the cost to us? What is the cost to the healthcare worker that does a 12-hour shift of constant, repeated, startle stress response cycle that they probably don't get the chance to complete. And so they're in this constant overwhelm, having to push through, having to deal with it all in their system and bury it and push it down. And they don't know how to discharge the stress and they don't know how to discharge the adrenaline. So it's all there over and over and over and over, like taking more and more and more of their energy stores and depleting more and more and more and more and more. We can't, we can't seriously think that doing that for prolonged periods of time, or even a short period of time, does not negatively impact the health of a body, right? And it's not to say that people can't do it. We just can't hold it out as a like, there's no negative impact, because it's just not true. It's just not true, right? If you think about a car battery or the fuel that you would put in a car, if you just kept taking it out and out and out and out and you didn't put anything else in, the car's not going to run, right? You haven't filled up the wind, the wind, oh God, this is going to go horribly wrong. Why have I started with a car analogy? You haven't filled up the oil. You haven't filled up the, um, the, the like windscreen wiper washer fluid. All of that stuff, like at some point, the car is going to grind to a halt. Okay, and we just have to really, really think about this for ourselves. There may be times when we are resourced and we are capable and working really hard and really long hours does not dysregulate our nervous system. We stay within our window of tolerance while we are getting stuff done. We don't go too high sympathetic. We don't check out when we're working. We're present, we're connected throughout it all. And there will be some people who have got their nervous systems into a place where they can do that and they may even be able to do that for an 18-hour day. Could they do that for five 18-hour days in a row? I still think it's questionable, right? Because we still have to have the energy for the stuff that we do, okay? Now, I have been the person that doesn't have energy and overrides their nervous system. 
I used to have had like five, six hours sleep. I was so stressed. I would wake up at half past four. I would jack myself up on caffeine, like nobody's business. I would go to the gym and again, override, give myself that push to get myself out of that free state to get through my day. All the while thinking that I was being healthy, that I was taking care of myself. Right? And if we want to have lives where we aren't making ourselves sick, where we aren't burning ourselves out, for those of you that have got a business, where you've got the energy to do your business, right, we have to do this a different way. You know, if you learn that the way to make your first 100K in your business is to hustle and push through and work 18-hour days, what are you going to do when you get there? It's going to be such a deep unlearning to try and unravel those patterns when it's hardwired in of like, if I'm going to be successful and do what I want to do, I've got to work hard. Where working hard is 18-hour days, right? It just doesn't make any sense. And it is probably harder to work through the patterns so that we are able to rest, we are able to take care of ourselves, we are able to slow down and nap. When all of the programming on our minds is like, but I can't do this, it's not productive, it's not well. X person making $10 million a year says that I should just work 18 hour days. So what I'll do is I'll just work 18 hour days. At what cost? Is an autoimmune disease worth the 18 hour days? Are the digestive issues, are they worth it? The inflammation, the, the later in life diseases that we bring upon ourselves when we work in this way, I do not think they are worth it. Okay. And this, I can feel the animation. And I hope it doesn't sound too ranty. And I can hear the dog trying to get it. She's like, what's going on, mum? But I really want, I really, really want this message to be out there and for us to think about like, what is, what is it that we actually need, right? And this is not me saying, don't work hard. But it is me saying, we can work as hard as our nervous system allows us to stay within our window of tolerance. And there shouldn't be anybody out there advising to do anything different because it's negligent it's unsafe and it's dangerous and so for you the big challenge and the question is back to like maybe a couple of episodes ago have I got the energy for this when you are thinking about what you are going to do in your business when you are thinking about how you're going to act and how you're going to behave and if you already have a full-time job and kids and lots of foreign travel and other things You've got to think of a different way of adding in other stuff other than I'm just going to add an extra six hours of work to my day. Because for the vast, vast, vast majority of the population, you already have a lot of underlying stored stress patterns. It really is a recipe for disaster. So I'm going to stop my big rant there. But I really want you to think about it. There is, there is 
cost to most people's health of working prolonged 18-hour days, right? And you just have to ask for yourself, what's the cost for you? What is your nervous system capabilities? And how can you work in a way that honours that? If you want some help with that, I am here. Reach out. I've got lots of classes that you can do that are lower cost. I work with people one-to-one on this very stuff. But if nothing else, just start thinking about what you need, right? Not what somebody else says that you can do. Like you know your own body. Someone says to you, we would just work a bit harder, do 18-hour days. Just check in, notice how that feels. And if it doesn't feel good, pay attention to that. All right, have a lovely day. Um, Wherever you are listening to this or watching, if you are on YouTube. And I do have a little favour to ask at the end. So we're 11 episodes in now. And if you are enjoying the podcast or this is your first episode and you've enjoyed this episode, I would love it if you could rate and review the podcast. Give me a little thumbs up on YouTube, subscribe, all of that good stuff, right? Because I am, in a way, reliant on you guys and the reviews to help this reach more people. And we've just, there's got to be an alternative message to overriding our nervous systems because we're just going to propel another health epidemic of, of burnout and stress and people leaving an industry where they could make a big difference because they've done it at a massive cost of their nervous system. So I would love it if you could yeah, rate, review, all the things. And if this podcast has resonated with you, again, I'd love to know. Like, drop me a message, drop me an email. Like, however we're connected in the world, get in touch and let me know. Um, and I will see you next time. Can't promise it won't be as ranty, but we'll see.